That's my rate. I just send him a picture of my apartment, and I'm like, it's where I live. I just want to live here. I'm bad at negotiating. How the zinny is getting along? Dying. You're a very sarcastic man, aren't you? Live from the City of Roses. Am I Snapchatting my vacation wrong? This is L-A-A-F. What's he talking about? What's he talking about? Oh, well, thanks for finally joining us. Can I get you a drink, a cranberry scone, an emoji? With Grace Faye. I would snort her dandruff. Jesus Christ, woman, you shit with that ass. And the town malcontent. Jimmy McCammon. Jimmy's a bad person! His only crime was that he had courage and spoke his mind. He's an idiot. If you like high adventure, come with me. If you like the stealth of intrigue, come with me. Let's just go in and do the best mediocre show we can. Uh, Twitter, I ate a salad. A uh, pound sign, I'm cool. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. This, and you greenlit that Tom fuckery, is L-A-A-F. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the L-A-A-F podcast. It is October the something, 2020, rounding down to the great big election. Lots of stuff. Lots it's of October them. 8th, so what is that, one month? I'm not going to tell you to vote. Man, everyone's told you to vote. I don't really care if you vote, all right? Vote That's if you want so to. controversial. Vote if you want to. If ever, hey, if they've all made you so mad that by this time you don't want to, you want to distance yourself from the whole process, I can understand where you're coming from. I'll never say don't vote because I'd rather you did. But honestly, ugh, disgusting. But there's a couple of judges, sitting judges, I'd like to see voted out. I'll grab my sample ballot and I'll talk to you about that tomorrow. This being not a political podcast, okay? Yeah, Man, right. it's Wednesday. We came here to hang out and party. It's Thursday. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Thursday, October the 8th. Thank you. Take a look at the calendar. We have it all written down here. What is happening here is I am great at inventing the format. Right? He's very inventive. Yeah, I invent the format, but then when it comes to sticking to the format, like, Grace is better. Yeah, well, you hate following rules of any kind. Even ones I made. That's such a curse. Well, what am I supposed to do? You are an Aries. <laughs> good at starting things, not good at following through or finishing them. I'm like, who's the guy in charge around here? Fuck him. Oh, he's me? Oh, it's a bad position to be in. All right. Some <laughs> some Twitter's happening. Okay. <laughs> well, you know. Twitter is still happening. We're going to be hitting up the famous birthdays uh, a little bit later. We're going to be hitting up the This Days in Histories a little bit later. And a little uh, thing after t- yesterday's conversation mm-hmm. that I would like to add to the lineup of information I found this great resource is Today in Women's History. Mm. What strikes me immediately what strikes me immediately is that there is indeed an entry for every single day. Yeah. And, yet, and yet a lot of this stuff I've never seen. I don't like it because it lends credibility to that whole silly, uh, that whole silly um, idea 
that there's a, a, a white male patriarchy controlling everything. Stop that. I never heard about it in any of the meetings. You didn't learn about it in history in elementary school. You didn't ever think that maybe only people were learning about were white men. No. But um, if you want a great uh, women's history podcast, The History Chicks is one of the best. Um, it's biographies of famous women, and it's two female hosts, and it's great. That is good. Mm-hmm. The History Chicks. That is good. And um, yeah, uh, if you want to li- listen into a really cool uh, sort of like interesting just historical story of a woman that I'm obsessed with, um, it's one that's on the Parcast channel, which can be found on any of the, the podcast platforms. Um, but just search Nancy Wake, Nancy Wake, an incredible like figure in uh, World War II history, basically a spy in the resistance. Um, this is like risen to uh, certainly into my top five ideas, um, but like uh, risen to the top number one movie I would make if I could afford to make a movie, you know, Mm -hmm. as I fantasize about movie making day in and day out. Yeah, that's definitely something we can do is is make more media that features heroines. Like they finally did Harriet, you know, Harriet Tubman. I've been reading about her since I was a kid. She's a famous woman and finally they made a big budget movie about her. We got train spotting that features quite a bit of heroin. Well, who wouldn't grab a chance to get out of this burg? This is LAAF. It's for you, Eddie. Don't cry, Jimmy. Don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> he might be more moved I'm by this than Star Trek. I'm not completely nailing the choreography, but I'm doing it. I'm doing my best. Yeah. This is the message segment. <laughs> this is the message segment of the podcast. When is it time to vote? Right now. <laughs> it is. I just got my absentee ballot. When's it time ballot. to recycle? Right now. That's right. When's it time of... To learn more about your fellow humans, even if they are women. <laughs> right now. Right now, that's right. Uh, as we mentioned yesterday, blah, 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 yada, yada, goodbye, Eddie Van Halen, throat cancer, motherfucker. Aww, One thing, 65. fuck cancer. I don't think there's anything I'm more afraid of in life than cancer. Aww. It seems to kill indiscriminately. Seems to kill everyone. It's all about getting regular checkups because if you catch it early, you're okay. If you catch it late, you're fucked. Yeah, yeah. Hey, youngster, I started, I started getting them once I turned forty back there. Uh, uh, you're gonna have the to look in cough? on that at some point. Yeah. I'm not looking in there. <laughs> <laughs> Take it no. to the doctor. Oh wait, no one asked. <laughs> You can feel my boobs if you want, though. Whoa. What? Uh, I Resting have, Sam's, it's the thing. Yeah, I have checked boobs for lumps before, but I felt real inadequate doing it, you know? You're very distracted. That, <laughs> should, that should always be a female doctor doing that because I don't know. I don't know if a male doctor can examine a boob 
and he'd look right over anything that was going on. I mean, he would. You I'm know. sure there are good male gynecologists, but I personally prefer to go to a female gynecologist. You know, I mean, yeah. there are a lot of, I'm sure, great. Likewise, about the balls doctor. Um, Is it awkward when you have a female balls I do doctor? Not, no, I do not want a female balls doctor. I, you don't? No. Yeah. No, it's too much pressure. I feel like I have. I should be getting hard or something. <laughs> I know I shouldn't, but like I feel like, oh, well, there's, a girl, there's a girl with a hand on my balls. I could, <laughs> should do something. Like I feel impelled to action. You know? I feel the opposite. Like I'm like trying to shrink away from being in my body when there's a male doctor down there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel basically the weirdly the same way about strippers is like you're basically supposed to just sit there and accept the service, but you there's something going on. You should you want to stand up and do something. It's not uh, it's not the place for. It's not the place for me. When is the time to go to, to the female balls doctor? Right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, wait, never, 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 never. My point, my point being, don't go to the female balls doctor and don't go to the male guy now. Okay, everybody stick to your own. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, you're so politically correct. No, what did I do? Did you want to ask me some questions about being a woman? Yeah. No, I mean, I thought you were going to work the woman desk today. Um, I have some great quotes, though. Oh, yeah. I want to hear some. For most what's, of, what's a di- Oh, go ahead. For most of history, Anonymous was a woman. Wow, that's good. Yeah. And a lot of females use male pen names because they weren't allowed to publish as women. She meant in terms of actual writing that is published. Anonymous is a woman. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if the same thing happened to black people who were writers then. A lot of people, you know, Americanize their names. In fact, we all did. My parents were, or my grandparents were German and they altered their name. They were Irish and they altered their name to become more Americanized. So why wouldn't people? People are always trying to fit the ideals of beauty and the ideals of race into that white paradigm, or at least they have been in the past, which is why it's really important to, you know, stay true to our original names, maybe. Dreamers. Poets, tragic figures in this world, but interesting. Are you through? Yes. We heard someone has a birthday. And now it's time for Famous Birthdays on LAA. Oh my God, this cheesy part. It's Grace's favorite. Bella Thorne. Oh, she was kind of a brat when I saw her on set. Uh-oh. Yep. Inside Goss. Mm-hmm. Go. What was she? What was what was she? What was she work on? Uh, I can't even remember the name of the show. Um, she's one of those actresses that kind of made it really young. Oh yeah, and uh, she was just kind of disrespecting the first AD. She wasn't <laughs> the first AD was a woman, and she wasn't taking any direction from her. Like the AD was saying, "Put your personal cup of ramen noodles off the table. We can see it in the shot." And she was like. She was just rolling her eyes. And, and then when the other actor was trying to act with her, she was not engaging. And then when it was a rap, she, like, made a big scene about it and was like, oh, finally, like, 
God, I'm done. And like took off her clothes. And but I think she was late to set. It was very like, as a I was background, you know, we're sitting there watching all that. And I could just see the first AD getting very frustrated and feeling kind of disrespected. And of course, all of us working background are like, we would kill for that part. We would be so respectful if we could do a scene, you know. Oh, you would not. Everybody's an asshole. I guess if hey, I was famous, contrast I that. Nice. Contrast that, though, with someone we both know to be just a jewel. Yes. Uh, someone I've worked with, I sort of. Sort of. Well, he said my name wrong, and then he corrected You're himself. sort of on a credits roll with him. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> That's right. It's Jason Bourne. Mr. Matt Damon turning 49 today. Oh, yeah. Happy so, birthday, Matt. my whole point is, if you do indeed share this day with these, your betters, feel grateful, scum. October feel grateful. 8th. That's right. Sigourney Weaver, Nick Cannon, Bruno Nick Cannon, Mars. The gigolo himself. He's the gigolo spinning lots of dough. Every time he turns around, he's got another hoe. Wow, you say that like such a white guy. I'm not that white either. Do I speak more white than I actually am? Right now you are. Well, I always try to speak clear on the microphone because I have Clearly. to edit. Um, I always try to speak clearly on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Get your head out of that underwater tank. It's Sigourney Weaver's Aww. birthday. The alien herself. She's great. Yeah. She Chevy was, Chase. Oh, she killed as that alien in that movie Alien. And a lot of YouTube stars, as you all know. Oh, they make me so mad. You all know they make me so mad. Because they take jobs from actors. That's yeah. why they make you mad. No, nah, they take this spot from an actor, okay? Peyton Irwin, 18, YouTube star, okay? Hey, let the let the young youth thrive. I mean, that c- <laughs> they can make themselves famous through YouTube. Like I know, people are famous on TikTok, and I don't even know. I've never even seen it. The only way I see TikToks is on Facebook. Yes! Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, as an older person, you do have to draw the line somewhere if you're going to subscribe to every single news, young, hip social media app. I mean, I think the coaches in Hollywood would like us to be on all of the apps, but who has the time? I mean, nah. my boss was just getting I a little upset. I have the ones I like, and those are the ones I like. I like the functionality of them. I like, you know, whatever the media is that's on them, and mm-hmm. that's it. I don't like the other ones. I I, pref- I like to be able to take time off of posting on Instagram and just, you know, plant a geranium or something. Are you one of these pompous jizz buckets who thinks it's kind of fun to play little word riddle games because it makes you feel superior about your own shitty life? Always collecting a bad reputation, even after you grew up. It's the one time I make an effort for this stupid, stupid show. And now... Listen, everybody, I, I want to make an announcement about something. The LAAF Podcast presents... Today, Junior! Is today today even a thing? Of course today's a thing. Ever since they discovered that they could sell it to you. October 8th is... Every day is a thing. It's obviously National Pierogi Day. Everybody knows that. Everybody has their pierogi balloons out front of their house. Everybody has the little pierogi... The with the candle inside so it's lit up on the porch and the little kids stop by and they have the bucket and they put pierogies in the bucket for them. You know the thing. Oh, yeah. October holiday. That's what you do. What is a pierogi again? Is it like a calzone? Have you had a pierogi? 
You've not had a pierogi. It's a breaded... Ladies and gentlemen, I have to stop the podcast. I probably no, have. No, no, no. Uh, no, no, no. I probably, just remind we me. It's Italian, right? No, it's Greek. Oh. It's like a... It's like a... Um, it, I mean, calzone is not far off, but the dough's real soft, and mm. it's almost like more dumpling-like. Oh. And I think it's indeed even served in some like gravy or some goopy Ooh. batter like that. Ooh, I we mean, should get some Greek food. Yeah. I've had them not very good and just not impressive, but there was a Greek place in Encinitas, California, where I used to live, and... Um, that place, it was just. I wonder like, if Zenku Chicken has pierogies. I bet you they have a. <laughs> I bet you they have a giant metal bin of them. We have a Zenku Chicken really close to our house now in Pasadena. We're discovering Except all I the. I mentioned food. it the other day, and you're like, I don't want. Zanku well, it has a very chicken. distinctive garlicky taste. Yeah, that it has this distinctive ten pounds of meat in a metal bin. No, taste the garlic butter is what is what's the best. Yeah. Yeah, they probably put it on everything. You get it on the side, and it's just to die for with that pita bread. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, retractions and corrections, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Uh, pierogies, not not Greek. Polish. Jimmy! I know. I, 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 apologize I apologize to the Polish people. Absolutely. I apologize to the Greek people. I, I apologize to the Society of Greek People Against Pierogies. Because they're the ones that I've offended the worst, obviously. It's Polish. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. There's, and, you know, and for one thing, first, the Greek and the Polish people need to come together as one, as one human family and stop fighting. If you are half Polish and half Greek, please message the podcast. Yeah, please. Uh, oh, and follow, we'll, we'll honor you. You can follow us on Twitter now. We have a Twitter. <gasps> we have a Twitter? Yeah, L-A-A-F podcast. Perfect. So, I'm going to follow you right now. Yeah, encourage your friends to follow us. I've posted a couple things that I believe in, like, you know, um, uh, the Confederate flag. No. And, 500,000 bullets. Oh, gosh. You got to get me um, the password so I can fix this immediately. Uh, go Trump MAGA 20. No. Uh, <laughs> you know, all the things that I'm passionate about. Okay. Well, it's interesting. I'm barely on Twitter, yeah. although I am at Grace Ann Faye, if you're interested. But um, I do go on there whenever there's an earthquake, and I want to immediately check because the news is going to update more quickly there. If there, remember where there was that yeah. big fire and that explosion? That's when you want to go on Twitter because you're going to get the instant updates from people. And after there is an earthquake, which we had a pretty good one about a month ago, like a 4.9 here. Lasted forever. Lasted like two minutes. It lasted probably like 30 seconds to a minute, but we sat up out of bed and it, it was fully shaking. Lasted a billion shaking. years. Anyway, you want to be able to just kind of check in and see all the other people in L.A. who felt it, even though it doesn't really do anything practically. Just the feeling that other people are reaching out is comforting in its way. Maybe that's the point of social media right now. Twitter is the, basically like become the best news source. But the like fastest you, news source, yeah. Yeah, like I, I think I'm on to something with this LAAF podcast uh Twitter page because I've got all like the news, you know, people on there and like a couple of like, here's Kamala, you know, mm -hmm. looking at Kamala's tweet. Oh, let's see if I'm following the governor Newsom. You know, if there that's one is. thing that Trump did, see what I mean? he's I can keep an eye on all these motherfuckers. He's made Twitter. <laughs> 
a political thing. You know, no one, none of them really had Twitter accounts before that or really cared about it. But they had to get one to compete. Yeah. And you know, they're not, they're not writing their own tweets either. Just like celebrities don't write their own tweets. They have social media teams who do all that work. It's a lot of work. That's why for us, you know, normal people, it's, it's a lot of work to keep up on all the social media platforms. Yeah. I, I mean, I, you know, I think social media is great you know, to a point, you know, but like I was saying yesterday, just, just grab the one that you, that works for you and that you like, and that you're even people that you know already are on, you know, that's a good sign. If like your friends, actual real life friends and family are already all on Facebook, then Mm -hmm. sure. That's a good one to use. Cause then you chat with them more, not like add, new people i had a like a friend of a friend type of person who added me and like i've been watching his adventures and things and he does this thing where like he adds random people and then he talks about it and i find it really interesting interesting because i've always been like no no don't do that and he's like i don't care anyone if we have mutual friends i add you so many and and then he got like dissed on by some young chick for doing that and she's Mm. like this creeps me out and blah blah and I'm like, yeah, exactly. That's why you never do that because it's bound to creep someone out sooner than later. Because bro. he's friend requesting or adding people. Yeah, and like that anybody that on has, Instagram, on like Facebook. Oh, yeah. Well, they do show those people you might know right after your friend requests, and I have clicked on that before, thinking that I was just accepting a request, but really I was requesting them. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. No, but that's what interested me about. What I mean, this guy when was you're doing. trying to grow your friends, then why wouldn't you do that kind of thing? But what it was interesting on this plane ride because the girls that I was performing with were doing their Instagram stories, so that's a thing where they're posting a, a live thing. It only lasts for 24 hours, but they've posted like 10 times through the day. So it's like brushing your teeth, getting out of the car, <laughs> walking into the car, like yeah. location tagged every, every time. Like I, it's weird. Like I don't, I, that does get you more followers, but it's just strange for me to, to get to the point where I'm cool with in the moment broadcasting every single thing I'm doing in that exact moment. I mean, I guess I understand if I'm at a show and I'm doing something public, but you start to realize I'm sitting next to these girls and they're just, they spend the whole day like looking for the right like hashtags and, and, and filters and everything so it that they can you post more, their life. It gets you more followers, but it might also get you actually followed. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Like, like how followed do you want to be? You don't want to actually be followed in real life. Like, I don't know. Yeah, maybe not with the location information. Everything else I'm down with. This segment of the LAAF podcast is brought to you by Nissan. If you want the ultimate driving sensation with a pretty adequate stereo, but you're sick of the pesky longevity that comes with other cars, then test drive the newly designed Nissan Altima, featuring the highly experimental CVT transmission, guaranteed to fail by 40,000 miles. And if that's not enough, we installed brake pedals that fall off after about a year, and AC compressors so fresh you'll go through three of them before you renew your AAA. By the way, definitely renew your AAA. You're going to need that. The new Nissan Altima. It won't start breaking till you buy it. I've never seen such monumental inefficiency. This is LAAF, the podcast, not the acapella group, although they're awesome. Check them out on Facebook.
Everything sucks. And now, the LAAF Podcast presents Today in History. You are able, through politeness, to add people who, uh, like um, some of your friends, let's say, you know, who I follow on Instagram. And then, but inevitably, you see that person mostly nude. Oh, and I'm not of my friends are day. hot girls. I mean, I never we thought hang out that together. Day would come. I never thought that day would, like, be <laughs> a thing. What was it today right. in history? That's true. No, that's true. Instagram that? specifically. I mean, I posted a bikini pic recently. Like, I just, you know, everyone else is doing it. I think women are, are it's, so, it's such a huge gap. Well, look, you tell me, okay? Is it a huge gap in between I'm in complete control of the release of this material versus someone wants this material and wants to own it or, you know what I mean? Like... That's why OnlyFans and things like that are becoming so huge because women are realizing, I mean, I even have a friend like that. You know, she's first you just post the bikini pics and the booty pics to get attention because because we all want attention. And it's a quick way to get a lot of attention from men, which women like getting attention from men. But then you get to a point where you start getting all those creepy direct messages in your (laughs) thing and yeah people have to turn and you start to realize well actually you know i should just charge for this i'll just send i'll just create an OnlyFans account or i'll create an account where they have to pay to see my nude pictures and then many many women in entertainment are just working in a version of the sex trade which is you know sending little private videos or you know doing like webcam stuff and hey more power to you honestly like it's it's about time that people independently get that money that's laying on the table. Yeah, it's not going to pimps or anything. It goes straight into the Venmo or the PayPal of the girl who's doing it. So I'm actually in support of that. Yeah, why not? Personally, I I mean, pornography is going to be produced either way. My my (laughs) own sex life private, you know, and not too public. But um, as a performer, I also think there's a long tradition of like celebrating, you know, nudity and... Um, beautiful photographs and things like that. So, you know, we're American women. We're we're very liberated. Like I loved that when Megan Thee Stallion did her, you know, protect black women and her powerful thing that had me crying on SNL last week. Then immediately she started twerking like right after that. And I, you know, I kind of giggled about it. Like, wow, you just said a super intense political message and then immediately went to twerking. Yeah. But at the same time, that's our right as women. That's we can do message. whatever the fuck we want. We live in America. We can run the country. We can be president and we can take our clothes off. Thank you. Today in 1993, Toni Morrison became the first African-American woman to win the Nobel Prize for Literature. Yeah, she's a great one. Doing it like a dude. For the first time, (laughs) unfortunately. (laughs) Got it? Yes. Say it back to me. Oh, then no. This is very nice and companionable. You're listening to LAAF. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Aren't I? And then obviously in 1871, which we all know, the Great Chicago Fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, despite the fire's devastation, much of Chicago's physical infrastructure, including its water, sewage, and transportation system, which was the part that I was concerned about, mm-hmm. remained intact. Well, in 1871, yeah. 
And didn't it? Didn't the fire start because someone's cow knocked over a candle or something? There's a, there's a whole <laughs> story that a cow knocked over. There are a over. few theories. Okay, <laughs> in the agricultural. I just know community. what Judy Garland told me in her live at Carnegie <laughs> Hall album. She talks about the Great Chicago Fire before she sings Chicago, but. Yeah, but I mean, the fires back in the 1800s, before there were even regular fire departments, or there was just one tiny little truck with a hose. Yeah, you know? this is in the days of bucket brigades. But everything is built in wood with like straw insulation. And I mean, it must have been bad. And um, tonight in Chicago, um, 2020, they plan to recreate that fire. <gasps> At a Black Lives Matter rally. Oh, boy. <laughs> or a, an Antifa. I forget. There's a lot of different ones. I don't think the Black Lives Matter uh, ones. I think they're the ones who who loot. And then the Antifa ones are the ones that light everything on fire. According to who? <laughs> the protesters are not the enemy. This is. There's hardly any protests anymore. I mean, I haven't even, I mean, there's, there's like very small, like sensible, like protests. And then there's a couple of areas like Portland, uh, where like, where like recurring vandalism basically happens and the right uses it as a kind of like, as a like kind of continuous, like, look at the violence, look at the violence on the left. And it's like. I don't know. You showed the same shot of one broken window week in and week out. And then and then I see current footage and it's like 25 people on a corner and they're not even loud. Yeah, they're singing ohm and holding <laughs> hands and smiling with flowers. Let's calm down, everyone. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's about it about the Great Chicago Fire that I can remember. Do you remember any other... <laughs> Things of the day in history on October 8th. In 2001, the Office of Homeland Security is founded. Yikes. That's exciting. So it took them How are a you month, celebrating? A month to create that after <laughs> 9-11. Yeah. Ooh. They were like, oh, we had this thing ready to go. Well, in 1987, a group of scientists armed with the latest in boats and underwater technology carry out a full survey of Loch Ness, hoping to find proof that Nessie, the Loch Ness monster, actually exists. And as we all know, they found it. Someone claimed to have taken a photo of it in the 30s. Hey, I mean, that's a those locks, they are deep. They are very deep. And there's no reason that some interesting creatures might not live deep in there, deep in the ocean. In 1967 on this day, Che Guevara was captured by the Bolivian army. Oh my God, that's just like in uh, on October 8th in 2004 when Martha Stewart went to prison. And oh wait, not the same? In 1970 when communists rejected Nixon's peace proposal. He's the only honest man I've come across in this town in 20 years. Naturally, they want to hang him. Small emotions, greed, and the loose thinking of everyday life. This is LAAF. Well, it's been a great show. Um, I I promised 20 questions about menstruation. Well, say, ask me something. Um, uh, but I, 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 I honestly got nervous. I got scared, you know? How long have we known each other? We've known each other Ten over years. a decade. 
And uh, uh, we've dated off and on throughout that time. Off and on? (laughs) (laughs) We were never off. Were we off? And I've still never never asked about menstruation. But I mean, I am serious about like, uh, you know, how can how can everyone support uh, the movement better? I don't think I told you about rubbing the lower back. I rub the lower back. What are you talking about? That's always nice when a woman's uh, menstruating. Yeah, and like what kind of questions we should ask. And then I proceeded well, it's to a whole make two cycle. days worth of jokes about menstruation. What, what, what gets me about it is There's like, an ovulation in there too. There's Every week is different in the cycle. It's not like... But it changes people's personality. Yes, it changes our personalities. It's very interesting. Well, yeah, it's in the, the middle... It's the way like uh, being hungry changes men's personality or horny i mean i think that definitely affects men's personalities on a day-to-day basis it's true before and after they you know um experience release and then what are the wings (laughs) they act very differently the wings like are oh oh, the wings on a men's on a menstrual pad yeah okay okay so if you just put a strip of fabric there their blood might come on either side, but the wings wrap around the underwear and protect it. And so then if it spills over a little, it catches it. So you always want to get pads with wings and you want to get the thin pads, not the thick ones. Cause then it feels like you have like, you know, a blanket between your legs. And pads are the ones that are, they stay on the outside. Yes. And go inside of the underwear. Yes. Like a small diaper. It's a small diaper. That's what the kids I babysit for call it. And then the one that gets inserted in the hoo-hoo is called... A tampon. Thank you. And there are different kinds of tampons, yeah. Yeah. But but these days, the more ecological thing to do is to use a diva cup or something like that, which is just a plastic thing that goes up there. It catches all the blood, and then you just dump it out in the shower, and all the blood pours out. And then you put it back in there, so you never have to use any paper products. No, I tried it, and I didn't love it. I mean, it's your blood, right? Yeah. Of course. That's a stupid question. I mean, you could do whatever you wanted with that blood. Oh, yeah. Like pranks and stuff. Yeah. I mean, uh-oh. This is, see, if men menstruated, this is what it would come to. There oh, would just man. be blood Everyone everywhere. Everyone would be covered in blood constantly just as a joke. Yeah. It's oh. too bad women aren't more, aren't flinging their blood around a little more. Uh, hmm. uh, We're uh, so civilized. Uh, um, also, I want to become woke in terms of women's stuff, you know, and be supportive. Um but I don't want to lose my toxic masculinity, if you know what I mean. Sweetheart, you're never going to lose that. <laughs> you were born in 1979. It's it's in there for life now. If you were born before 1990, you have toxic masculinity. It's kind of like, you know, you can we shape it, tamp it. it down, we but you'll never lose it. We got to keep some of it for like, um, so we have like, like burly welders who swear a lot and so that like... We have well, that's idiots just who can't get paid and keep strippers and you know, I don't, you know. I think just masculinity is great. I love not, masculinity. Oh, that, yeah. But it doesn't have to be toxic. It can be respectful and fun. I mean, I mean, would you like toxic femininity? Like, what's that? More on this tomorrow. A licensed driver and a dedicated doctor. <clears throat> Phil. I shaved off a beard I was fond of. I lied to the law. I danced with a blonde beauty parlor owner. The show was great. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance.
Thanks for listening, honey. Don't forget to review us on iTunes and join our growing squad by subscribing for as little as five bucks a month at patreon.com slash L-A-A-F. I'll invite myself. What's perfect about grace? Grace is perfect.